With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents In a World of Football Podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back, wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun. Bogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Bogman. He's f***ing terrible. I don't understand. Who cares? He's just some psychopath. Daisy got hit in last night. And the Welsh. Christ, I don't have an answer for this, Bogman. I think I'm going to go... Pick one. Spit it out. Burn it to the ground. Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Coming to your ears. Well, hello, friendos, to the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. This is a mini episode. We are rank building. That's right. We are some builders. We, that is Boggs the Builder. Boggs I the am, Builder. Correct. Is there like a good Welsh uh, name? Just Welsh the Builder doesn't really sound good. Yeah. Welsh the Welder. I'm going to Welsh weld the some. Welder. Yeah. Ooh, all right. If we can get Moyes to do a voiceover for this, he's like, hey, everybody. I would uh, really prefer to not hear that. Thank you. It's Boggs the Builder and Welsh the Welder. And we are going to be putting together our week two ranks. And uh, nicely enough, it is uh, easier to do with Fantasy Pros now because of the Fantasy Pros uh, contest they do per week to see how we can rank. And as uh, we talked about on the podcast, I feel like last week, I think I struggled at running backs. I think I I think I killed quarterbacks and I really just don't know on wide receivers. I I don't know. There's a part of me. I thought they did like a weekly update update on like who did well. No, but no, they usually that. do. But but it just it takes so long to process that it usually doesn't happen. Uh, I thought it happened on like Wednesdays. Am I yeah, wrong? That? You know, sometimes it comes out on Wednesdays. Sometimes it comes out on Saturdays. So I don't really know. It's been it's been it's like the one thing from Fantasy Pros that is hit or miss. Yeah, I probably should have asked. We could have asked the people. But uh, if we can get updates, we'll mention them on here as we go. I'll ask um, our boss right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, ask him. Say, um, when does a weekly update come? Because it would be cool if there was ever a singular time that you and I showed up in the top 10 of somewhere. But I think if you're talking about an overall, there's no chance I could show up in the top 10. And probably you either because of Eli Mitchell. Luckily, everybody For sure. yeah, yeah, with yeah. Eli Mitchell is going to struggle. But I had him really mm-hmm. high. But I think I killed quarterbacks last week. I think that could be maybe where I'm the highest at the end of the year. And I think there's a possibility that I did uh, decent at wide receiver because I hit like Julio Jones and stuff. So we're going to use um, their program that they've got going on because it's just very helpful. And you guys are going to just be able to visually see and we're going to just build some of our ranks. We'll talk about where I have an initial rank I do on Tuesdays uh, coming into today. And then, Boggs, you and I can kind of uh, point and counterpoint each other on where all the stuff is. And we are doing this actually live. If people care about it on uh, Patreon in this league.com. We have a live episode beforehand, and we are maybe looking at posting these. You might be hearing it on the uh, podcast feed now, but you can get it beforehand on our Patreon. And uh, you can get in on some tiers, get on some cool stuff. 
as we put these together. All right, Bog. So week two ranks on the contest. How did you think you did, by the way? I went all through my uh, I, I honestly have no idea. So uh I, I asked Blaine when uh when we we're gonna get those to come back. Uh, because there's sometimes I was ranked in the top ten a couple times uh in some of the positions last week on a weekly basis. But you know, I think two things hurt me. Number one, I ranked too many players, and I know that, but I want to give you guys. Are you talking rankings. IDP? Or are you talking like no, this? No, I'm talking about this. Like because the, the one thing players. I do, and maybe this is my problem too, is I use what they put on their sheet. So they give us, they give us a player pool each position. And this is something I meant to tell you off air because you kind of did like a random sheet. I think it'd be more helpful if you actually just did the fantasy pro because we post this on Patreon. I literally just copied and pasted what well, I did I, on fantasy just, pros weekly. I just click download and that's what it gives us on the download. Okay. Uh, Cause it visually just looked different. If I, I just copy and pasted yeah. them and it so has copy like, paste works better. Look. I can do. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It yeah. does. But they have a player pool. So I just use their player pool. And so did you, oh, do different, yeah. Or are you saying well, you should I'll add a players. Bunch of players? Well, I'll add players and take players off too. Like, you know, uh, when they're out they, and stuff. Yeah. Well, not only when they're out, but also, you know, like Zamir white doesn't matter anymore. So it took him off yeah. the list. You know what I mean? Guys like that. So, uh, and that was actually the most difficult part of what I did yesterday um, was uh, and it. It'll get easier moving forward, but going through snap counts on IDP players was, you know, uh, you know we're IDP is just much harder to figure out and obviously wildly inaccurate. I think the, the, um, the most disappointing one to me was probably Jermaine Johnson's snap count. He was in like, 38% of the jet snaps when they were on the field a bunch. So uh, that was a little bit concerning, but things like that. So for IDP, it actually takes me longer to add and take off guys By because the way, they just don't have, there are some guys I'm like, why is Jalen Petrie not on the list? You know what did I mean? You, so, uh, did you, how far did you put Hufanga? Uh, I moved Hufanga up to a, a DB2. So, so check uh, this out. I forgot to send. I didn't want to send this to you last night because we had waivers going on. So I just sent this to you. I just uh, want to remember what I said. Take a look at and read the bottom sentence um, of what I said. This is an article. Is it about I found his PFF yesterday. grade? It's about no. I, I don't know what his PFF grade was. I think it was really good. Yeah. So I bid on him in our IDP league, and I bid a decent amount, and I got him. Thank God. But read that bottom paragraph. Says Hufanga was unreal. Baldinger said uh, the plays that that guy makes. He reminds me a little bit. I don't. I don't want to make any comparisons to Hall of Famers. He reminds you of. Troy Paul the way he plays in the backfield is aggressive. He goes, didn't you get a text like that on lineman. Sunday? Didn't he sticks his head Sunday? in everywhere. He's good. Yeah. So you and Brian Baldinger, you and Baldy, congratulations. So, just pointing that out. Just pointing that. Out. I thought that was interesting because I mean, it was completely you, my own comparison. A holes. No, that is everyone's comparison because of his hair. Well, now it, it is. Now. It no, is. no. When you first see him, you go, Oh, look, you go pull him over. That's what everybody says. Play so, like him, though. Yeah, uh, he doesn't. So, uh, look, I, I, I'd be happy to be wrong, uh, but but uh, I would love to see him succeed. I want all these guys to succeed, but let's not call him Paul Malu until he puts it together for, like, maybe a season. How about we give him one season for So you just moved him into play. a safety two? Yeah, yeah, DB2. Okay. Uh, you know, and, like, I'm looking. I could get him as a DB1, but this week they play Seattle, and I think, you know, uh, what one thing Seattle didn't improve on was time of possession in their game against Denver, even though they did win the game, uh, their, their defense still out on the field too much. So that's why I actually initially had him as a DB one, 
and I have moved him down to a the thing I would point out about Hufanga. Not that we, we shouldn't be talking about this, not IP IDP show, but uh, is he plays nickel linebacker, which I thought yeah. was really interesting. So he comes inside, which a lot is, of safeties really well over linebackers are doing that now. So there yeah. was a lot of teams I would look at and I'd go, Ooh, I can only rank one linebacker from this team or one middle linebacker from this team because the other guy is playing on 50% or fewer of the snaps. So, uh, you know, it, it, yeah. there were a couple like that for sure. All right, so let's talk quarterbacks. Uh, let's get to our ranks here as we're setting them. Uh, Bogman, I'll just bring mine up on the screen here to start. Uh, as you can see, my fantasy pros background. Hey, look at my face. The little face from a baseball game. There's the ranker. Yeah. So uh, here's my current setup, and I want to compare this against yours. I've got Allen at one this week. Yep, Mahomes same. at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson at three. Herbert at four. And flipped. Hertz at five. That's kind of my big top five here. I've got Kyler Murray at six, which I could definitely find myself talking out of because I think he looked like garbage, but it's against the Raiders. Burrow at seven, Russ at eight against Houston, Brady nine against New Orleans, Derek Carr, I moved up to 10, Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers. That's my top 12 for the week. What is your, what does that compare to yours? Um, We got a couple differences. I have Allen at one, Mahomes at two, so we're the same there. I told you I flipped Herbert and Jackson for three, four. I just think that, uh, the offense, um, even without Keenan Allen, looked pretty good for the Chargers last week. And uh, I just think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And Miami, I, you know I like Miami's defense. Uh, I have Joe Burrow at five because I just think they're going to have the ball a lot. You know, um, Dallas is just not going to – they're going to have a lot of three and outs. They're going to have a lot of um, confusion on offense going from Dak to Cooper Rush. So I have Burrow at five. I've got Hertz at six against Minnesota. I got Russ at seven. I think he's going to play much better against Houston. Get that, get that bad game out of the way. Uh, and and he I just think he's going to so play much stiff. better. Like, I just don't want to be sure. He looks weirdly just stiff in, but the he threw the pocket. ball so much like, and so yeah, much to Javante did. too. So uh, 11 catches for Javante. The only one who had more catches than him in week one was Cooper cup. That's yeah, it. I feel like, I feel like I could even put him over Murray. Like I'm really struggling with Murray because Murray, he just didn't look oh good. The weapons. The new, you see the new thing about Murray too, by the way. Well, yeah, I think we repeat it because I heard it this morning about like um, it was every time uh, they do like two X points or some whatever it is on Call of Duty over the weekend that Kyler Murray's uh, QB ranking has been like below NFL average. No way. It's I, I swear to God, like these are all stupid correlations that probably it's probably when they're playing the hardest defenses, to be honest with you. But people are finding correlations to deals in Call of Duty to poor play from Kyler Murray, and it's just the best. I He's mean, just not it's making so any plays. He's not making great plays, and I'm worried about him. Why like, does he situation's tough there? Their you know? their offense, their defense is so bad. I think the Raiders are going to light them up, but that also gives an opportunity for them to get back point on the field point. and play from behind. Yeah. That's why I've got him there, but I don't feel good about it. And I could easily justify, I kind of want to put Wilson higher, but I went Wilson high last week and it just didn't work out. So I don't know. Uh, I, got- I, I also feel confident that Stafford is somebody that could jump up. I almost put him into my top 10. I think this could be a rebound game versus Atlanta, but I just haven't done it yet. I've got him at 13. So I got him outside a, a QB one. I just, I think they're going to run the ball a lot against Atlanta in the second half. They have extra days to prepare for that game too. And they're pissed off. So I, I think Stafford's going to look real good, but it's going to be like, Hey, if he doesn't do it, you know, uh, up until if he's, you know, if he doesn't have more than one touchdown into the third quarter, I don't know if he's going to throw two more. I think they're going to be running the ball a ton. 
because even though Atlanta did look improved, um, still one of the worst rosters in the NFL. In <sighs> my opinion. So anyway, I got Russ at seven. I got Kyler at eight. I go with Kirk at nine. Rogers at 10 because he owns the bears and wants to look much better. Uh, I got Bra- uh, Kirk or excuse me, Derek Carr at 11 and then Tom Brady at 12. Brady traditionally struggles against the saints, at least in his bucks career. And also he did not look good. I mean, they won that game last week, but he just did not look good uh, uh, against, um, against Dallas and Dallas's secondary is poor. I know Micah Parsons looking good. They're having issues on the offensive line, still a QB one because you know, uh, he's Tom Brady, uh, but, he is uh, losing weapons this week. You know what? I got him at nine. Here's what I'm having a problem with. I got Rodgers at 12. Rodgers against Chicago. He just owns. Got him and at you're going to get Lazard. But I got to move Rodgers up. But I actually think I like him more than Cousins this week. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go Rodgers at 10. But I'm going to move Brady behind Carr. I'm going to move Brady to 11. Rodgers is going to go up to nine against Chicago. And Carr is going to stay at 10. I think that's the move. Cousins goes to 12. But I still kind of want to put Stafford over him because I really, really think this is going to be the pissed off adjusted Rams. As bad as the Rams looked last week, that's one of those. Like I get very overreacting when I bet and stuff like that. But I also have a realization. Some things are real, like Trey Lance not being a great quarterback. And some things are just overreactions to week one. And I think that's how bad the Rams look. There's no way the Rams are going to continue looking uh, they're looking that bad. Um, we both got Lance at like 14. The only other one that jumps out is like, I'm lower on fields this week than you. I think you have him at like 16, almost like he's like a deep league starter. And I put him down in like 19. I just am not into him. Yeah. I just think they're going to be playing from behind. So, uh, and you know, they're obviously not having to deal with that nasty weather and all that stuff. So, um, it's the running upside for fields. That's why I've got him at 16. Um, was there anybody else? Uh, can you just run through ECR real quick? If you have it pulled up and, uh, um, you know, we can see if we have any major differences here. Yeah. So, I mean, we also, I have already published mine, but I mm-hmm. keep updating. So we're going to play a yeah. role in it. ECR. Um, I can't share it here, but you've got Allen Mahomes, Jackson, Herbert hurts Murray at six, Russ at seven burrow. Brady is nine car is 10. I didn't realize that cars moved up even more. Cousin Stafford, Aaron Rodgers down at 13 Lance and Wentz at 15. Justin Fields is 19 on there. Wentz at 15. I mean, I've got Wentz at 19. I just can't get him ahead of, I like Daniel Jones, like Matt Ryan, and I like the running upside for Justin Fields. So uh, I just can't move him. I, and I know he was uh, Ronas's pick on our show uh, to be a high, you know, potential QB one this week, but I just can't do it. I'm trying to look. Do you, is there anybody lower you were trying to move up, you know, to help your rank to feel confident about this um, week? I, I would like I mean, Mariota was so good. I like to move him up. Where is he on ECR? Um, Mariota, that's I agree with you. He's twenty two, and I've got him at. I've got him at twenty one. I'm at twenty one. I moved him up because I, I think he's going to mm-hmm. run. He looked pretty good. He's got his weapons. But I mean, once again, you give the Rams extra days, and it's a home game for the Rams. So yeah, I just feel like that's it's just a tough situation for Mariota. So uh, I just can't move him up. You know, I, I Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Tannehill. I'm not moving him up over any of those guys. I can't do it. So, yeah. Uh, all right, I let's go over to. Him. All right. So, I mean, the only change I made, and that's what this is all about, is us talking through. I don't think I made any cases for Bogman. I don't think you made any changes there. I did move Rogers uh, live on here. I think that's one that I wanted to move. I also, I have Cooper Rush 
uh, higher than his ECR is like 32. I put him a little bit higher. I think, you know, he's not, I don't know. I'd rather have him over Flacco. So he's going to run a bit. They've got weapons. I still am not great about the weapons, but I put him up a tiny bit higher and I'm going to keep him where I have, which might help uh, some of the rank here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. So on running backs, I will share my screen. On the running back side, I went Jonathan Taylor, McCaffrey, Barkley. I moved up to three this week. That was one I feel pretty good about. He looked so great, and Carolina's defense did not look good. So I think it's going to be another huge Barkley week. Eckler, who I had moved Barkley ahead of. Dalvin, DeAndre Swift, Mixon. I have Chubb very high at eight. We talked about this in the last episode of Javante versus Derrick Henry. I decided to make the move. I've got Javante at nine over Henry, and I have a Henry quite a bit lower than anybody else. His ECR is five. I moved him down to 10 against Buffalo. He's still going to get run. I'm just not sure it's going to be a touchdown or anything significant. And then Leonard Fournette and Aaron Jones to finish out my top 12. Uh, for me, I've got JT at one, McCaffrey at two. I've got Cook and Barkley at three. That's a good debate. I, I could I could hear Barkley over Cook mainly because they're playing Carolina, but um, I just can't put. I, I think I think he's going to have another 150 yards. I think he's he might another 150 yards. He might. I just can't put him ahead of Cook. Cook just gets all the run. Uh, I have Henry at five still, and I I understand your thought process. I don't hate it, uh, but for me, it's like no one is. No one is guaranteed goal line touches more than Derrick Henry. There's it's not a great a point. Player in the NFL. Yeah. So but my my big thing, like we said on the episode, I just don't know how many goal they line might not score. Will be. There. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but they, I could be may, wrong. He may not score, but I mean, if they get there, he gets the ball. So yeah. like that's why it's going to be hard for me to move uh, Henry out of the top five if he's healthy most weeks. So um, then I have Eckler. Uh, he didn't look good, so I moved him down a little bit below. Where do you have Barkley, Below Henry at six. Uh, what's oh, okay. his ECR? Do we know? Uh, his ECR, yeah, his ECR is... And this is six, always half six. point because that this is where they make us rank for the contest. Oh, you we know what? I'm sorry. I'm looking at... I was looking at standard. I'm sorry. So Barkley is three on there. Eckler is four. I didn't realize that they, they're okay. actually following me. Um, and let, You know what this, though? Yeah, yeah, no, never mind. It is because I was about to say, this almost looks like my ranks, but Javante is lower for them. <laughs> I have them quite a bit higher. Uh, I've got Mixon at seven. Once again, I told everyone how great he looks. I actually, you know what? I'm going to make that change right now. I put him ahead of Eckler. I can put uh Mixon at 6, Eckler at 7. It's just uh, like I totally agree with you on the Eckler stuff and Mixon. It's just Mixon against or Eckler against Kansas City. There's just they're going to be playing from behind. And, Mixon against Dallas, dude. And uh yeah. Dallas once again, three and outs with with a backup quarterback, not a lot of time of possession. So I think Mixon could uh get get the ball a bunch. Then I have DeAndre Swift. Washington was bad against everything. 
last week. Then Nick Chubb against the Jets in my top 10 at 9. I have Lenny uh, at 10. Then I go Aaron Jones and then Javante. Um, big game for Javante. I wow, Javante at 12? Yeah, Javante at 12. Look, I just don't. Everyone talks about this 11 catches, and it's great. You know, I would love to see him be this big in the passing game again. But those were so much. Uh, it was late in the second half in the two-minute drill. It was late in the fourth quarter, the two-minute drill. I don't think they're going to be in that scenario against Houston this week. Now, look, they could be. Maybe they're bad. They I just mean, were against Seattle. Houston gave up the second most passing yards in the NFL in week one and 300. That is exactly yards. why I don't think they'll be in that situation where they need. Oh, you think it's going to, you think game. it's going to be a big Sutton Judy game, yeah. but Javante is so involved. He's the, but we talked about, we talked about this with Ronas. My, my surprise wide receiver one was Sutton. So I think, and I have Russ ranked high in my QB rankings too. So I think this is a let Russ cook game against a bad secondary. They were terrible last week against Matt Ryan and, Carson Wentz and remember uh, Carson Wentz receivers dropped a couple touchdowns in that game. So yeah, uh, I think it could be a big rust, big Sutton week. So I just, I mean, I still have him as an RB one, but I have him uh, down a little bit. Um, All right. So let me ask you this. If we can move on here, where did you go with Najee? Because I'm struggling with Najee. I put him down to 17 versus new England. Good defense. I don't okay because I don't think they're gonna. I I heard a lot of people talking about the under in this game. I think it's around forty, and it's like where are they gonna score? Worried a little bit about the injury. I'm worried about his usage. Jalen Warren getting a little bit more, and just Pittsburgh being successful across the board. They're putting Claypool in. There's too many things. It's too many things. I want to make him lower. I I, I tell you this, Box. You're gonna probably cringe at this. I want to put him into the twenties, and I just haven't done it yet. Like I look at Daryl Henderson and Ezekiel Elliott. That I have him below uh, Henderson. So, and look, it's it's death by a thousand cuts for Najee. It's Najee didn't look explosive even before getting hurt. He's hurt. The O line is still bad. Uh, Steelers lowest in the league in time of possession with ten extra minutes of game. Crazy. They were is that still, real? Wow. Yes, with ten extra minutes, I, I'm pretty sure they were lowest in time of possession. I'll double check that. But um, at least in percentage, I know they were dead last. So. Uh, you know, the offense doesn't look good. Najee didn't look good. He's playing banged up. They want to make Jalen Warren a bigger part of this. You talked about Claypool and his six carries. Yeah, man. He's putting it on film. So it's death by a thousand cuts for Najee. And he's still an RB two. Uh, you know, there's still not a lot of guys that'll get more work than him. Uh, so you still have to have him at least you're still starting him no matter where you roster him, of course, but like DFS, things like that. I'm not going to be in on Najee. Yeah, that, that one was a tough for me. And Daryl Henderson, I mean, I talked about like I got Daryl inside the top 20. Did you move him higher? Where because I can't quite see yours. Did you move um, him inside? I've yeah, got Daryl Henderson at yeah, at 18. Look, he took all of the snaps. Uh, I will give you the breakdown uh one more time. I have it saved here somewhere. This is the Bills. It was 55 to 12. That those were the snaps. He had 39 routes run to 10 for uh Cam Akers, he had 13 carries to three for Cam Akers. So it's it, this is Daryl Henderson's job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he has to be. This is still a really good offense. And, and it's against what we think. Maybe they're improved because they look pretty good against New Orleans last week. But, uh, you know, they're in a, they're a bad defense. Atlanta is still. So uh, I think he's going to be huge. Plus extra rest, all that. All those little things add up for the Rams having a potentially big game this week. What are you doing 
with Etienne because I've got I've got and actually I wanted to compare it against Michael Carter. I got Michael Carter at 28 and Etienne at 29. Carter, I'm I feel like I'm a little bit more worried about and I want to move Etienne because Indianapolis, like I, I think they're gonna give up points. And regardless, Jacksonville's gonna be playing from behind, and Etienne was playing so much in the passing downs. I kind of want to move him up, even above like an Edmonds, you know, because the Chase Edmonds definitely got some run, but the Dolphins really were abandoning the run. Raheem Mostert got a little bit of the later stuff that I just don't know if that whole like, hey, Edmonds is going to be elite is actually going to happen, except Baltimore gave up 100 yards just to Michael Carter himself. So I'm struggling with like Etienne Carter Edmonds, that little group. Uh, Etienne Carter Edmonds. So I can tell you where I have. I have Carter at 25. I just couldn't put him in the Cordero Patterson uh, cream hunt. Look, Rashad Penny, uh, still is going to have the run. I think they're going to ease Ken Walker into that role. So I have him at 22. Uh, Clyde Edwards Lair was so good. Then Jacobs and Najee, like we're getting into guys. You just can't do it. So I've got Carter at 25. Then Miles Sanders at 26, uh, ETN at 27 and Edmonds at 28. And then, uh, James Robinson at 31. If we're comparing, I just think Miles Sanders, um, more likely to score a touchdown than Travis Etienne, and I think the usage is going to be about the same. I got Sanders um, at 24, so yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and then Edmonds I have right behind because uh, I'm – so this is – I'm worried about Baltimore overall a little bit with that offensive line. So um, that is why uh, I have Edmonds up. You know, I don't like him uh, running into the teeth of this Baltimore defense at all, but – I do think they could possess the ball for a big chunk of that game. Uh, if Baltimore's running three and outs and are struggling uh, to put stuff together. I mean, I think Lamar is going to have to run better. They're going to have to at least try to run the ball more uh, this week. But that that is my logic in terms of having uh, these guys in that order. So where do you put David Montgomery, Welsh? That's what I want to know. 30. David, I, put him, I put him at 30 uh, against Green Bay. I still struggle I got him with him at 34. being the main guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, oh, you know what? Here, I forgot to make this move. This is one. I'm actually going to have it at 31 because I'm putting Stevenson up more because of the Ty Montgomery news. That was one I hadn't done. So I'm going to move Steven. Actually, I'm going to move Stevenson over Edmonds uh, too. So I'm going to have Stevenson at 29. So Montgomery is sitting at 31 right now. Yes, I just I the use Stevenson up too. The only yeah. difference is like Green Bay's run defense is not what San Francisco's is. Um, and they're still going to give like a bulk of stuff for Montgomery. So I could see him breaking it, but I like Herbert overall, but I just don't trust David Montgomery. So I've got him in the 30s. How about Pierce? I've got one for you. I want to ask as well. Damien Pierce, Pierce. I put him down at 43. What um, is his ECR? Let me ask. Oh you yeah. That. That's a good question. ECR. I got him at 36. I think, you know, we heard Lovey say the plan was to give the ball more. So I think, you know, to not look like an idiot, you almost have to give him the ball more this week. If you say the plan was to get him the ball more. So I have him as an RB three which makes him a flex option, which could get dicey. Uh, he is at 39. So he's literally between the two of us. Okay. No, we are putting him between the right. two of us. Uh, one I jumped past was, uh, what are you doing with Rashad Penny? Because Ken Walker going to play this week. It's against a 49ers defense. Yeah. I want to keep putting Penny down, but I have him at 24. And I think I got him I at 22. Like I got him at 22. It's just hard. Uh, it's just like, and I said this before, like, uh, I think Walker's going to get really eased into this role. Like, I think it's going to be the next two or three weeks to, until uh, we see him get like 10 touches or something like that. So for the time being, it's uh, the penny show. And I think, you know, we saw Gino be 
really efficient throwing the ball short. I think Penny will be involved in that. So uh, I think you still have to have him as an RB2 for now. So taking a look at yours, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that I'm battling here. You got Jeffrey Wilson at 34 this week. I mm-hmm. put Wilson. Where the hell did I put Wilson? I put him at 35. Okay, so we're both about in the same range. I put Wilson over do? Cam Akers, by the way. Yeah, I've got I've got a, a, Akers at 42. That's who I was just about to ask you about. Where where do you put Cam Akers? Put him at 36 because I feel like they're gonna try to use him. And if the Rams do get, I think the Rams could really put a stomping on the Falcons. And if they do, uh, we could see some Cam Akers later in the game. So I'm kind of hedging a tiny bit. Um, that I just don't know if they would do what they did last week again, but I think it's going to be contingent on him getting some runs. So that's what I did with that one. And I've struggled kind of outside of that general range. Yeah. After that, it's just like putting the guys that, you know, are going to be involved. McKissick has to be in there. Gainwell, Zach Moss, Warren, uh, Ingram got involved. Um, did you rank James cook? I got him at 51. Yeah, see, well, this thing, I, I use all of the guys, and I probably should delete, like, because there's like 98 running backs on here. And oh, it probably yeah, you hurts. definitely kill some of them. Yeah. I, I, I can tell you right now, going, I like, when I put this together, I put all of the guys that, like, you know, ran routes and were on the field, and the guys that had, like, very few snaps, I took off. So, yeah. Uh, you might Who did you like ask me about? My list. Uh, where did you put James Cook? Uh, Cook. That's the wrong. Then we Cook, probably need to see. go to wide receivers. Yeah, I have him at 58 right now. Actually, I'm going to move him up a tiny. I'm going to put him Mike Davis. Mike Davis is garbage. Um, but I got him Mike below Davis. Zach Moss. I got Zach Moss above him. Okay, let's go to wideouts. Who do you got yeah. at, at uh, your top 12? All right, uh, on wideouts, going to mine, I've got Jefferson Cup, 1-2. Adams at 3. Chase at 4. And Diggs at 5. Then Brown, Pittman. I moved Debo down to 8. And I really could talk myself into going lower on. No, him. you can't. Uh, but the rushing, but the rushing is why I'm yeah. not. Uh, nine is Evans. Hill is 10. Mike Williams, I put at 11. And Marquise Brown at 12. Okay, so I think we both need to do this because Mike Evans came up like he's got a little calf injury. So I think he needs to It's just no God. It's no Godwin. I just. Yeah, but he, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like I, I can't put him as a wide receiver one. So I'm going to move him down. I had him at 10. I moved him down to 14 right now. Uh, so my top 12 after that, I have the same top five, just a different order. I have Devontae at one because Arizona secondary is garbage. Uh, Justin Jefferson because Phillies is good. Then Cup, uh, Chase, Stefan Diggs. So that's my one through five. The rest of my top 12, Debo, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton, as we mentioned before, uh, Mike Williams with no Keenan Allen on Monday, and Marquise oh Brown at 12. Okay, so Vegas we, I didn't realize we had the same secondary. one. Uh, you know who I want to move up? I want to move Gabe Davis into the top 12 against Tennessee. Uh, that one, if I come off of the Mike Evans stuff, I might get him below Gabe Davis. The quarterback I got him at stuff is interesting too. Now, see, I got him at 13 right now, and I want to get him inside of there because I think you're going to get a lot of team focus on Diggs and Gabriel and Gabe Davis. Just He gets peppered with those targets. And uh, it's as much as Diggs. I just think he's there. It's a one A one B situation. It's kind of like ranking um, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, except like at an elite level. With yeah, well, receiver. yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins a lot of the times. You know, yeah. uh, Gabe Davis is somewhat capped. Like he's never going to have a fifteen catch game like Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson because he has uh, uh, he has other guys next to him. He has Stephon Diggs next to him. So that's why, like for me. 
he's probably going to be a, a wide receiver two most weeks. He might jump into that wide receiver one on occasion. Um, you you talked about this with me before. We were going mm-hmm. back and forth about Juju. Uh, I've I've Juju at twenty three. You have him at twenty. But you were talking about slot corners. The number one slot corner. Dude, Bryce Callahan is. Don't you want to go lower than on Juju? He's outstanding. Um, well, look, corners don't shadow anymore. Like it's not something that they do. You know, it's very rare for a team to shadow a player. Uh, so I don't know that he's going to be shadowing, and I don't know that. Um, you know, I, they're going to find a way to get Juju the football, I think. So he's still a wide receiver too, but, um, I just, where's the NECR Juju? I just so, moved Judy right above him. So I moved Juju down to, no uh, way. Give me a break. yeah, I Judy. I, I just think it could be one of those games where if, if you Look, have a dude. great slot corner, Mahomes already wants to go to all the other targets. And if they're going to put Juju on lockdown, it's fine. Week, if you lose, if you move Juju down, I'm not against that. I don't like this love for Judy as much as you have. Like he was great on a Monday night football. I'm not debating that, but his 67 yard touchdown was a 50, 50 ball that he was lucky to get after that. He had like, what it was it three or four other catches. And it's it was just that's game as a pro, but and if I'm Russ not treats him like TJ, if he, if he treats him like Tyler Lockett, then you're going to have but he ain't five- Tyler Lockett. I, I think I, you know what? I actually that. think he's very similar to Tyler Lockett. I think he can I be Tyler Lockett. I think he does a better job of finding. He's a great route runner. Look, better find be. ways of getting open. Cortland Sutton is their DK Metcalf. He's the big play guy, but Judy finds better ways to get open. I don't think he does. By the way, and, Judy is uh, 23 on the. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I think yeah, he's a much better wide receiver th- than Judy. I'm not. I'm look. Judy hasn't gotten a fair shake, and and, and I'll give that to him. 150. percent He's had crappy quarterbacks and he's been hurt so we don't really know what we have with judy yet and he's a first round pick so he has pedigree he was great at alabama. he's unbelievable at alabama but what he has shown us in the pros it, it just after his one big game i don't want to jump all over him maybe i'm waiting too long yeah. maybe he's gonna have a great season that kind of seems like the bus that you're on, I'm just not willing to do it after his one big he play. He's 23 his one on big play was literally a 50 50 ball. Like Kobe 20, Bryant could have come down with that. With he's no above issue. Juju on their list and above DK Metcalf on the consensus rankers. No and way. I didn't no realize I moved him ahead of DK. There's just not a chance in hell. So, um, who do you got on any other wide receivers you want to hit or talk about? Or, move? Um, I mean, I'm struggling with some guys, I'm struggling with Lockett this week. I'm struggling with uh, Elijah Moore with Flacco a little bit. Lock and I got struck- in the 40s. I moved Elijah Moore way up. I think they got to get him the ball more. Uh, and, and Cleveland, um, this could be a tough matchup. And Moore is going to, like, you know, you peppered everybody last week because they were down the whole game and Flacco had like 60 targets and all that stuff. I, I This is not a position you want to be in a lot if you're the Jets. So I think uh, I got more at 26. So, um, I've got more at 33 against Cleveland. I got, I'm big on where do you have Renfro? Cause I told you I'm big on Renfro this week. I've got I got him, him at 36 at, against, see, I got, I got Renfro at 29. Dude, so I, I almost flipped on surprisingly ran more routes than Hunter Renfro last there's week. No way. I, that's was, fine. I mean, no way. yeah, I mean, it's stupid. And I'm not, look, I don't, I think I have Mac Collins in the 70s. I'm crazy high. What do you do with Jahan Dotson this week? I got him at 45. Uh, I have dots at 46. I have him at 46 okay. right now. I want to move him higher. I've got him in. A, so that's really funny. Oh, I got to take uh, Keenan Allen out. Actually, that's going to yeah. move him to 45 because I haven't taken Allen out. So I moved him to 45. I, I just took Allen out because he was, I had him at 24 because I thought he wasn't going to play. And then they just announced it. So it was eight. So he's in this little grouping of like, people probably want, I have Josh Palmer 
above, but I got Julio Jones, Dotson, Palmer, and then Jarvis Landry I've got in the 30s. Those four are like all guys I want to move up. I want to continue to move up. I just have a hard time finding the space. I've been moving Ayuk down, by the way. I moved him down to 41 after this past week. Um, Where did I put Ayuk? Let me see. Ayuk, not cool, bro. Uh, I... Why is this? And uh, I'm tempted I, to put Julio Jones over who, him. Where do you say you have him? You have him at 41? I, I have Ayuk at 41 right now. I've got him at 31. I just think oh. Seattle can still get passed on. Uh, so, like, I have him, or 34, excuse me. Um, I've got him, like, ahead yeah, of Devontae, ahead of Renfro, no. ahead of Julio. No. Um, uh, see, the Julio one I'm struggling with. I want to put Julio above him, but I have Ahead him. of Jarvis Landry, ahead of Amari Cooper, who looked terrible. Ahead of I got Lockett, Landry above him. Claypool. So mm, um, see, you're naming guys. I got Claypool. I got Landry. I have them over Ayuk right now. And my I don't thing wanna... is, I just really want to see what Trey Lance does. Not in goddamn hurricane. You know what I mean? Like m- maybe I'm wrong about yeah. this. I just think he's going to be so much better. Now I- I'll say this because I think Kittle opens up the whole offense. Kittle did not practice today. And if he's not going to play, I'll probably move my Niners down overall. Uh, because I just um, think he adds so much to yeah. that offense. So yeah, I mean, it, I just have no idea. It's worthwhile. Um, all right, do you want to? Is there anybody else on here? There's some guys I'm still struggling. With. I don't know what to do with Pickens. Like, just delete them from the thing. Is he gonna <laughs> no, do anything? you don't delete Pickens, but you you do. Need Where'd to you put him down. so far? 61. I bear, I got him at 63 right now. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I you got to move Garrett Wilson up with all the targets he got last week. I have. I have him too. Yeah, but you know what? That's a good call because I have Kadarius Tony over him, and he's not. No, doing Tony. I have Tony on the list, but I have him way down there. Yeah, I put way, Garrett way up to fifty nine right now, and I might Who's there might be Sky some Moore, room to move him. I got down in the eighties. Um, uh, what about one other one before we're done? How about Christian Watson? I got Christian Watson at forty eight because I think you got to go back to him. No. You, you just, you got to go back to him. Though. I have him down in the seven. I have, I mean, I haven't touched him. I have him down in the seventies. I don't know what the hell to do with him. I think Lazard, if Lazard is going to be back, okay. you've got Tanya and you got the two running backs. Maybe you go back to him. I just, I don't trust it. Like I, I could see myself. I mean, you're making a decent point. Maybe I move him up, but I don't think it's past the sixties. I'd rather have Kenny Galladay than him. Let, let me just, Carolina. Uh, you have him in the forties. Look, he ran this. He had the second most snaps no for the Packers. Uh, he had one less than Sammy Watkins, and he ran the most routes of any of their wide receivers. And the only wide out with more targets than him was Dubs or Dobbs. So uh, Dude, I have the three. I have the three Green Bay. I have Watkins, Dobbs, and Watson all next to each other now. I just moved Watson up a little bit, but I just I can't even justify moving him. Look, he dropped a he dropped a surefire touchdown. So look, the thing with Watson is, and why I have him as a wide receiver four is because you want to play him either in the flex or the wide receiver three. You don't want to play him uh, if you don't have to in those spots, but you're banking on that big play. Yeah. Uh, So I just think that it's, I would rather have, I would rather take the big shot at the, the big play than have Randall Cobb go five for 50 and get me 10 points. I think, you know, uh, I would rather rather have like the potential for, three catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. So that's all right that's over on tight ends, just real quick, uh, just to get out of here. We, I've got Andrews, Kelsey. I put Schultz at three. I told you that was like my big move. Um, I think Schultz is going to get a lot for Cooper rush and Cincinnati gave up like 10 catches to fire move. So yeah. tight end was exposed. So I think Dalton Schultz is great this week. A little worried about pits, but I didn't move him. I have him at four Waller at five Goddard at six 
Hawkinson, Firemuth, kind of the same stuff. Ertz, um, oh man, I think Ertz could come. You know what? I might move Ertz above Firemuth this week. Dawson at 10, Komet at 11. I got Albert O at 12. And that kind of ends like a tier. I like I like Everett too at 13. Those are like the top 13 I really like. I got Everett at 13 versus Kansas City. Uh, for me, I got Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts. That's I'm not changing that. That's going to be my top three every week as long as those guys are healthy. Waller at four, Schultz at five. Uh, I just like this Arizona matchup with the the linebackers. I mean, Zayvon Collins, terrible in coverage. So it should be Isaiah Simmons, but I think he'll body up Simmons. Waller will. Uh, Schultz, five. Goddard, six. Uh, Hawkinson, seven. Ertz at eight. Farmuth at nine. Albert O at 10. Got a lot of uh, targets from Russ Wilson. Gerald Everett at 11 with Keenan Allen down. I think he takes a little bit of a boost. Uh, Knox at 12. And then I have Cole Komet at 13. I love Cole Komet, but you got to show me more than zero targets. And I know yeah. that was once again in the hurricane and everything, but come on, you got to do more than zero. You know what? I'm with you. I'm going to move him below Everett, and that's going to get Albert O at 11, Everett at 12, and Cole Komet at 13. Everything else is kind of a question on those. Well, what I can tell you guys is if you guys want to check out uh, our ranks, you can get them uh, in your mailbox on Patreon on Fridays in this league.com. So we just talked to you about what we're doing. Those are a live movement on some of our ranks that we're submitting to fantasy pros, but that is just one of the first submissions and the ranks will be updated for Friday morning. You can get those sent to you on Patreon and we'll also even do an update on Saturdays. So if you guys want the up updated, that gives you the general scope of what we're doing and submitting to fantasy pros, but you're going to have a whole lot of injury stuff that's going to be happening between Thursday and Friday. So we'll update those at endlessleague.com. You guys can support us there. If you dig it as the people that are watching now are doing so, which we appreciate. It's a little uh, ITL mini. It's the rank builders. I think we build them up. I think we talk through them. Might've adjusted you a little bit. You adjusted me a little bit. And those are the ranks for week two as of right now. And that's it, friendos. It's in this league. Bogman Welsh on Twitter at Is It Welsh and Bogman Sports. We out for now. Peace. See ya. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.